Yo, I have not even sat down yet. That is me. That is, well, it's not me. That's the sound of me, me, hitting the seat that I sit on when I talk to you. Ooh. Let me guess what you think. Why even try to guess what other people think? I'm not going to try to think. But just so you know what I would have said if I was going to guess, which I absolutely will not do anymore. So this is uh, merely a uh, replay of the thing you're never going to get to hear. I would have thought that you were thinking that I've had a lot of coffee and hence why I'm so jacked up. But no, you would be wrong. And the reason you'd be wrong is because I haven't had coffee. Yes, I do have coffee next to me. And yes, it is breakfast. It's always breakfast. Why do I talk about breakfast so much? Because I love the brand. I love the founder. I love what it's done to me. I love the fact that Breakthrough has been my sidekick on the entire journey of JFDI. Although that's a complete lie because actually the reason I got to know Breakthrough is because I used to talk superfluously about my disdain for caring uh, about coffee. And hence, I would drink whatever coffee happened to be in front of me. And then uh, Anthony reached out and suggested that it might be good for me to try something that he had been bubbling and boiling up. And that is what happened. That is how our love started. Uh, and he was kind enough to offer the idea of, uh, of sending me some coffee. But what I always do when someone is so kind to me, I circumvent their uh, appreciatic, uh, complimentary... Um, gift and I immediately went onto his website the brake fluid website and I bought a load of stuff from it so that he could see before I even replied to him before I even acknowledged that I had even read the email that he sent me because I was so chuffed with the fact that he had reached out to me of his own accord and he had heard the podcast the blog of course I just realized I can't actually drink the coffee and there is a great uh, sort of almost What's the word? What is the word? There's a great barrier there between me and the coffee that I want to drink right now, which would also bring that inertiatic wave that I've talked about so many times before because it's so hot. I do think, I can't remember the exact temperature, I think it's around 85. I don't think you're meant to put boiling water directly onto the coffee because it burns the bean. Although this is crushed bean, the finest crushed bean. Right, now, look. I've started, so I'll finish which is kind of a good uh, idea to have if you start a podcast. Lots of people have been asking me recently how to start a podcast. Uh, and, of course, my general du jour answer would be just start it. Uh, it's actually not hard to look online and find things. But I think I know, because I did exactly the same thing, that what you're looking for when you ask somebody for how to do something is not merely a link, but it's an appreciation, a bond, a sort of cosmic bond that you create once you ask and someone replies back. So it's here's a link that helps you to understand how to start your podcast, but also here's my own personal advice as to how to start it. My personal advice to anything, absolutely anything, to do anything is make sure, and it's such standard advice, so it's not even coming from me, it's coming from uh, a part of me that is just answers on a most sort of basic level, is be yourself. Be yourself, tell a story, tell a story that you relate to so that your passion can permit, can ooze, can ooze like manna. It's the key. Now, I'm hoping, because I'm sitting in the crystallized chamber of frozen dreams down in the, in the cellar, 
that the cold that I am feeling and because of, of it being cold outside means that this coffee will chill quicker and thus I'll be able to start drinking it. But I do, I may think that what I usually do, as you know, is each day that I give myself the gift of food each day. And by the way, I'm on about a thousand calorie deficit per day. The average human uh, is on about 2,200 calories. If you're a man, that's totally, it's kind of, there's actually, that's a rough estimation. Some people need a lot less and some people have a lot higher metabolism. My metabolism is actually generally very high. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare say, thus I would say that I need more calories per day just to operate as a vessel. So if I was to lie down in this, um, in this frozen lake of dreams, uh, that is of course not a lake, but it is full of dreams, the seller, uh, and do absolutely nothing all day, I should need, I would require my body to function properly at its best. Although I'm not entirely sure you need to be at your best if you're merely lying down, I would need 2,200 plus calories per day. Right now, I am running per day, every day, or walking per day, every day, du jouring slash du jogging. So a little slight tweak on the du jouring that I usually do, du jogging. Jogging or walking every day, I'll make sure I at least hit five miles or at least hit 15 miles up to running. Today, I dare say I'm going to do a combination of the both. Now, when I do that, roughly speaking, this is some basic maths here, and this is Barry Basic. Friday's all about Barry Basic. Um, Barry Boring, should I say. Uh, roughly speaking, you burn about 100 calories per mile if you've got a fairly good pace on you, and that's running or walking. Um, because if you're walking, obviously, you take a bit longer, so you've got more chance and more time to burn those calories. But if you're running, you're, you're obviously faster, feistier. Anyway, so if you think about it, I do 50, if I, if I am only eating about 1,500 calories and I'm burning about 500 to 1,500 calories, I am on a major deficit for my body and thus Chubby Wilson that lives in me, Mr. Chubby Wilson, blabet, blabetta, that is dripping from certain areas just because I was piling on the pounds because of the piling on the muscle, pile driving on that muscle, building. It's almost like putting an anorak of blubber on. So I'm cutting away that. And the thinner I feel, the thinner I feel, the more connected I feel, the hungrier I feel, the more the more I crave other things other than food. Now, I also crave food as well, but there's something nice to desire. To desire, I'm sure there is a fable, a paraphrased poem, or a famous quote that is something like, to desire is to withhold greed. Actually, I just made that up, and I was hoping it would flow better than that, but it didn't. Oh, my gosh. When I drink that... It is literally actually like imagining yourself on a flume firing down in uh, a water park and that exhilaration you feel when you suddenly realise that actually maybe because you've lifted your bum up, which you're wearing shorts, usually micro shorts, from the ground you get extra speed so you're on your back, your shoulders and your feet, your ankles, well the bit at the back, the, what is that bit called, I don't know, the, that's, the ankle I feel is the thing that moves but the thing just slightly below in the back, whatever that bit is, the backstop. Let's not go there, of course, all this talk of backstopping. Still don't understand what it really means. Uh, uh, when you go super fast down the flume and you realise maybe you need to lower that bum to slow and hoping that slow will bring a better slowness, which it doesn't, obviously. And then you smash and crash into the water and you feel, wow, I'll do that again. Repeat, just as you were a kid. That's what it feels like when I drink this brake fluid. So let me tell you a little story, a fable. Uh, an epic journey that I went on yesterday. As you know, yesterday was a chance for me to just be a little bit more, a middle, little bit more sedate in my uh, 
in my secretion of exhilaration and thus I was able to talk on a level that is absolute truth. But I was also able uh, to demonstrate to myself and hopefully to you that thus talking like that and being very true to oneself, you're able to, I don't know why I'm being so Shakespearean today, there's a, a Shakespearean element to me now, there's a rebirth that's happened that has brought to me a more of a Shakespearean edge, which I do not know if I like or don't like, but later on when I'm running, I'll be listening back to this and I will, I will be hearing whether or not I do like that Shakespeare. I, in fact, I'm going to say a little message, message to you, Mills. Yes, you. Uh, I, right now, that's me, obviously, but it won't be me when I'm listening later because I'll be listening to me uh, alongside what I talked about yesterday, which was listening to the subconscious me. So I'll be listening to the subconscious me and the actual me, which is me off from a blog. So Mills, keep going. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Actually, I don't know that because I'm down in the Dungeon Doom. So I don't know if it is actually beautiful, but it doesn't really matter. It's beautiful. It's Friday. You know tonight you're going out with your friends. You know that tomorrow morning you're doing a park run with the kids and Lee, so that's going to be beautiful, your first ever one. And this afternoon is about freeing the mind and allowing yourself to express and take a to express uh, joy and also to take stock of the week and to, to sort of compartmentalise what happened and use and take forward the good bits for to next week. So Mills, just keep going, keep running. Um, go on, go on to that 10 miles. Don't just think seven miles, which is how long it takes to get from Q, which is where a house we're going, uh, not a house, sorry, a school we're going to look at uh, for our kids. And also on the way back to Clapham, that's how long it takes. So you need to divert yourself. Just remember that. <sighs> Yesterday I felt, I didn't feel down. I felt I felt real and true to myself. And as a consequence of that, I had feedback from friends who had listened to it and reached out and gave me energy from what it is that they computed and just reminded me that they were there and they weren't trying to fix anything. And if you remember rightly, uh, by the end of the day, I was excited by the prospect of finally not, uh, not, not allowing, thus allowing myself to actually sit with Kath, our chair, who's the, the sort of... For me, a, a sort of a, a demigod of us two and, is, and has the answers, the oracle, should I say. Uh, but usually I don't allow myself to have those meetings because I know that she's the oracle and thus I don't want to be in a room with the oracle unless I have the right questions to ask the oracle because you don't get many chances to ask the oracle the questions to the answers and get the answers that you need to compute life. Now, that's not actually true. Unfortunately, that's more of a story that I'm telling you uh, because actually, of course, I could actually talk to Kath, our chair, whenever I wanted. That is the point of having a chair. She's there as support uh, and, uh, for me. Now, <clears throat> what I did say is... A lot of things happened to me yesterday as a consequence of being truthful and this is why you need to be truthful to yourself and opening up and not trying to think I'm opening up and trying to 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 be a seal pup, i.e. That's what seal pups do. I wasn't trying to do that. I was just talking to myself and letting myself hear what I thought and just letting that lie with me. I wasn't trying to get a fix. I was just being, I was being calm and okay. Now, as a consequence of that, I now look back at yesterday and think, wait there. That person's there but actually I'm okay with it and now I'm actually fired up again because I was truthful to myself and I was truthful to my to Kath and I was truthful to Lise and I was truthful to to my own inner inertiatic wave that was behind a dam I was you know by not speaking prior to yesterday I was it was like my wave was behind a dam you can't you can't ride a wave if there's a, if you're in a lake there's behind a dam that's stopping the wave you can't you have to unlock that dam I unlock it by talking through stuff and find out whether or not I do or don't believe what I think now I do believe what I thought yesterday but I do but it doesn't matter I've forgotten about yesterday today is a new day and I knew I'd rebirth and I've rebirthed differently and I feel good and I feel differently 
let's just think about this. I was contemplating the concept that actually by feeling sorry for myself in many ways and allowing the gloom to take over and the subconscious to take over, the subconscious that if, by the way, you do not put it on the right leash, it is more than happy to go off into the forest, lift its leg and piss on every fucking tree. The tree of life, my ad, you don't let that dog, the doom dog, do that. So the doom dog is gone where it's on the leash. In fact, it's nice to have the doom dog because actually you want to embrace that doom dog. But you don't want the doom dog to come. To, you want the doom dog to be there as a protection to you, not as a leading. Uh, you don't want it to be a greyhound that leads the race. You don't want that. I'm not going to allow that anymore. So to cut uh, a story that hasn't even started short... By the end of the day, I get to Kath and I sit here and she asks me, and you know, I do my usual tactic, which is talk to her about anything I can that is about her rather than me and talk about business rather than me. And she's very good though at saying, well, look, I finally got you in this room. It's time for us to talk. And let me, uh, we're in the, my favorite room in the studio, in the London studio, that is the gym, which, was, which looks like a gym because we'd got the floorboards made to, to look. And in fact, they were taken from a school gym. So it looks like you're in a gym and it's a big room and there's lots of sofas in there. And it's just me and her and I feel good. Anyway, and I start basically telling her how I feel, which is basically uh, an encapsulation of exactly what it is I told you and me yesterday um, in the morning on the blog. And what was wonderful is that because she is the oracle, the guru, she didn't... She... She didn't even need to handle it because it was a thing that she'd heard a million times before from everyone, including herself, including her own kids. It's like, basically, she's kind of reminding me that what I'm describing is, is everyone. Is it was what everyone describes if they ever end up describing. If anyone lets the dog off, it goes and pisses on the tree. So you just got to rein the dog back in. And actually, I, when, I, when I found myself telling her that when I'm at my happiest at us do, and I'm at my happiest with anyone, it's about belonging and being with people. And, and when I told her how happy I was uh, when I'm sitting in the room with her and Gio and Paul and Sinks and we're just talking about solving problems, we're talking, if I'm talking with my MDs or if I'm talking with our CPO, it doesn't really matter what their titles are. It's the fact that when it's about team, when there's team, I feel good. And I heard myself telling her that, ironically, after 15 years of building us do, coming up to 15 years, things always likes me to remind everyone that it's coming up to November, that actually went, that it's taken me this long, this long to get to the place I've always wanted to be. And there I was contemplating myself that the right thing to do when you get to the place you want to be is to not be part of the thing that you always wanted to be. And that for me reminds me of, well, for me then, you, you, you've got to euthanize the dog. The dog needs to be put down. And yesterday I felt like Kath allowed me to put the dog down, which is why the dog is not barking right now. I'm not letting the dog bark anyway. Don't worry, I'll bring it back to life again one day because it's a temporary euthanization. That's the key thing to do. You don't want to completely kill it because you need, you need black and white. Without black and white, there's no grey. In fact, you need all those three things. Um, although I don't particularly enjoy the grey, I actually do like the gloom and I love the exhilaration up. So what I'm trying to explain to you, what I'm hoping you get from this is bloody hell, I'm in a different place. And it is possible, and it, I've allowed myself to be possible, to, to actually juxtapose my emotions and my mental state and my drive and my passion and my everything for both uh, the, my, my life life, as in the one that I happen to live in when I'm in the house with my family, and my being around that, and also my work life. Because, you know, there's Kath telling me, well, Mills, here's one potential answer. This is before I basically realised that what she was telling me was just to get a fucking grip. Uh, which she didn't actually say, but... I allowed myself to hear that that's what she's saying, even though she absolutely didn't say that. It was like, Mills, if you trust us, I do. I trust her. I absolutely trust the teams. I trust them so much. Imagine not. Imagine only a business where you don't trust the people that you trust. That would be a odd, odd place to be. 
She said, if you trust us, give her, you know, go off for six months, completely remove yourself from all of the things you do. Uh, and I heard myself think, well, I don't want to, that's not actually what I want, because actually what I'm realizing now is that, and it, and it helped us, what I'm realizing now is I'm actually in a position where I, I always was, but I still am, and I'm not not involved. So I've allowed myself to tell you and me a lie that wasn't a lie, a conscious lie, but a subconscious lie that I'm not involved. And actually what she says, you are more involved than anyone's involved. You sit with me and Gio each week uh, for two hours where we talk to you and Sinks, the founders, about where you want to take this business. We then have uh, another founders meeting where Paul, our CFO, comes in and we talk for two hours. and that's, So that's four hours a week. You then have at least two hours of very focused one-on-one uh, meetings, you and Sinks, with the leaders of your businesses every two weeks. Sinks is still absolutely in the grapevine, if that's a thing that you can be in, and the weeds. But the weeds sounds bad, so I'd rather be in a grapevine than the weeds because grapes make wine and wine's more funny party. So she's actually reminded me of like, I'm not not involved. I'm actually on the board. Of course, I've got that m- quite, um, I was going to say survive, basic, but it's the opposite, severely basic, which means better than basic, which doesn't mean anything to do with basic, but doesn't really matter. So she reminded me that, you know, Actually, the hours that I spend on the business that I absolutely love are is it couldn't be any more focused. And it's focused time, which has given me the time to nourish myself around the edges of the time. I'm not someone who is able to focus on something. Or, I hear you say, are you? Now, that was good that you actually said that, Mills. Coffee has now run out. The depression immediately kicks the dog. He's barking. Ruff, ruff. Don't worry, the donkey that we talked about the other day, the budgie. That's a budgie. How do budgies even sound? No, they don't sound like that, do they? I don't know what they sound like. It doesn't really matter. It's like a menagerie of different beasts, altered beasts. There was a. F- oh, that was a film, altered beasts. No, it wasn't. It was a game, Mega Drive. Where was it going with that? I don't know. Anyway, there's lots of things. Yeah, well, I was going with, so I'll tell you another story. And this is what I realized. And this is what I heard myself tell Kath also. By owning a business whereby it's about the long-term drive is to make sure that we are absolutely making meaningful impact on the world. Is to, And it's not about money. Nothing ever is about money. It's about impact that people, that good people, that people that... It's about service we can provide. And it's about the voluntary type of work that we can do. And one of the big things that I've been doing, that I don't know if I've talked about, I can't remember because I don't remember what I talk about because I, I sort of almost uh, deliver the package of, of love and excitement through the plug each day and then delete it from my mind, is that the foundation that we're setting up right now, which is really the heartbeat of everything that us two stands for, which is about empowering people, is, is, is going to be uh, something that, Although the Charities Commission don't really like you to constantly change things, we will work out ways to constantly make sure that we can, we can go where individuals of the businesses, of the business, of the employees, there's two Bs, I don't like the word employees, where I, where we can, can make a difference and help. And yesterday was one of the coldest, if not the coldest day of the year. I got a call from Lise prior to me doing the blog to say that she wanted me to, there, there was a homeless man at the end of the road who had been actually sleeping the entire night and she went past about 7.30 in front of a shop. I mean, I couldn't, I was, there I was complaining about being in the cellar that's got a boiler in it that's actually pumping out heat because I was daring to sit a couple of metres away. And here was Lisa saying that I've got the kids with me, I can't stop, and I want you to buy him a hot chocolate, some food, at the very least. You know, there's part of me that was like, oh God, I don't know how to do that to actually interact with somebody that's in a bad way. So I was kind of a little bit, I had a heightened anxiety about would I actually have the 
competency or would I, you know, I don't know what to do. What happens if you was to talk to me and, I, and he wants to talk to me? What happens if people see me talking to him and then I don't know how to handle the idea that I'm even just sitting and talking to him? What, I'll be embarrassed. I mean, they, fuck it, this is a total nonsense that's going through my head. Anyway, I do go up there eventually and I walk past him, a tactical walk past first to check. And he, I mean, he was almost blue. And I thought, fucking hell. So I went to Mark Spencer's, bought him a sandwich. Someone had already bought him a drink, which is good. And when I came out, I could see that someone was already talking to him. So I was really happy because it kind of helped me to. It sounds bizarre, but it kind of it wouldn't sound bizarre. It was, I'm a complete joke. Uh, but I, so I went up to him who was also talking to him. And I said, Look, I've bought you a sandwich mate and I put it down I sort of I stayed with them for a very short second but anyway in that short second and it was a literally a second but I get I delivered the package that I was meant to deliver in that exchange I walked myself across the common and the light was beautiful it's freezing cold and I just I was already wonderfully emotional from kind of you know with the openness that I was to myself in the blog earlier on and I found myself feeling that perspective was given to me just then at that exact moment and there I was thinking about you know complaining without knowing at the time but knowing the next day which is now that you know the dog the black dog was was loose in the forest pissing on the tree and yet there was somebody who was actually having to stay the night actually staying the night outside in what must have been minus degrees and was still there in the morning and was almost blue and it rocked my world in in that it gave me huge perspectives on life. And when, later on, when I got to the studio and I went direct to the toilet, which is basically what I call my office, and I sat there for about an hour, I got a message from Lise, who had actually gone, you know, when she came back from the house, she had gone and spoke to someone in the shop locally to find out if, she, if there's ways that we as locals could actually help this guy, because we actually see him around a fair bit. And it turned out that there was an app, uh, and I forget the name of it right now, but anyway, that, 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 that had been created by a number of charities that was actually, was, was basically a reporting app. Anyway, it allows you to report. If you see someone who's homeless, you can report it and give location of where they are and a description of who they are, and a team will come out, will actually come out. No doubt volunteers will come out and, and try to, to, to help that person or those people that you, that you, that you let them know about. And I think there at that moment, I thought to myself, there is a bandage, of course, there's a plaster, that's not the, you know, that is the front end of a, of a we've got seismic issues in our government that, the, that our government thinks is okay to, to allow homelessness to, to be a thing. And of course, what I'm talking about there is, without actually having any real comprehension, but I have a heart, is that there's deeply em, you know, embedded issues in society that mean that ultimately families and people are expelled from families and people, you know, the benefits, everything is wrong and it needs to fucking change and no doubt it won't change. But anyway, here I'm thinking, I wrote to my board straight away and said, I've used it, I've just used this app and it actually works because Lisa actually used the website version to report and, it, and she got feedback direct from this charity. So that's fantastic. The service worked. And I started looking up the service and I found that they had done a report last year on whether on the efficiency of this, this new app that they'd produced. Personally speaking, I mean, I'm not talking about design makes a difference, but the actual experience, the whole, th it just didn't work for me didn't work it i felt to myself these volunteers who are going out at night every night 
to help people who have got no houses should be proud of the experience, the digital experience that, that is that the front end is there uh, to, to the world. Uh, and, to the, and it should be an experience that's so... Joyful is the wrong word, but it should be so seamless that it means that there's an army of people out there, i.e. me. This is something I, as a normal human being who's desperate to help but really doesn't even have the confidence to know how to ask how to help yet, yet... So, so, I've, so I did, you know, I spoke, I wrote to the board immediately and I said, this is own, what owning a business means. This is, this is where I want to work out, where I need to prove to myself and to us that we are about meaning, meaningful impact. And I need to actually, this is going to be a project that I'm going to take on. And Kath later on gave me advice about how to actually, I can do what I want with my business and I can work out and we can make a difference and I'm going to do and make a difference. So I've contacted the CEO of this business for the charity and I said, look, I'm not, I'm not denigrating the service or anything like that. It looks like it works, but I want to help. I want to, I want to bring a better lick of paint and a bet. I just want to, I want to make your volunteers feel super proud of, of what it is that's out there to the public. And I want to, and that's just a step one of many. I'm hoping that he embraces. I'm hoping that we can get involved and I'm hoping that I can create and I will create a crack team that's going to actually deliver. That led inadvertently, well, advertently to a bigger discussion about the foundation, about what us two's foundation will actually be about and how we can, how everyone, us two, can, can donate time and how us two can afford to allow, to, to, to unlock people's time uh, over the course of the year to do initiatives like this. And so for me, it just reminded me everything, everything about yesterday that seemed like I was in the forest of doom ultimately led to huge light. And what ended up happening was I was so happy about the fact that I reignited the flame properly to burn the fucking forest down. The forest is gone now, so the dog may well be off the leash still, but he doesn't find the forest to piss on. And now... I found myself reminding myself of what it's all about. My role is to make sure that I constantly give gratitude and thanks to the very people who keep the platform of us to burning in a positive way. So I spent the evening, a couple of hours, just at the studio on my own, just writing thank yous to people all over the businesses who maybe I haven't, I've taken for granted over the years. And don't get me wrong, I've not taken them for granted, but you can always do more to, to just remind people of why it is I'm so grateful that they would, although of course I paid, are providing and making the platform of us to the place, the special place that it is. I always wanted great people to be driving us to forward. And I just wanted to be the gatekeeper of values along with sinks because we are mere humble donuts. And that made me feel good. And that's why today when I run, I'll be able to run knowing that the simple gift that you can do along with making sure that people are paid right is making people realize that you appreciate what they do. That is a true, genuine gift. Damn, I'm excited. And if you got to the end of this, Justin, which I know you will or won't have, you listened to yesterday's, which means you might ignore this one because there was something about yesterday's one that I know pulled you in. Justin Runs Adventures, raising our fund right now, who came up with the concept of a fund that makes a genuine difference to the world that isn't about major returns, is about fair returns, it's about fair founders, uh, fair, it's about giving founders the, the, the choices they need as founders. Justin sent me a message as I walked those five miles yesterday, um... And it was such a powerful message you sent me that it, I think that was such a critical part, Justin, to reminding me what my service to us two is about and the, the actual power that I 
and I don't mean power as in the superpower, not as in power, as in power ranger, as in what it is. The simple things that I do are the things that you appreciate and it's no more. No one expects me to do more. So thank you, Justin, if you got to that. It was powerful. It was palatably powerful. True legend. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for bearing with me. Just know that. Just remind yourself, talking through stuff, just talking through stuff is fucking good. Damn, I am feeling so good. Woo-hoo.